Hi, everybody. I'm Ray Williams. Welcome to the College of Sports Media 10th Anniversary Podcast. February the 4th, 2008. That's when the College of Sports Media, also known as CSM, embarked on a bold mission to train the next generation of radio and television sports broadcasters in Canada. We started with just 14 students and eight instructors. And from that humble beginning, CSM has evolved into one of Canada's top schools, known for producing and honing the talents of many well-rounded individuals in front of the cameras and microphones and also behind the scenes. 10 years later, it's a good time to reflect on the journey. In a series of podcasts, you'll hear from instructors and former students who will reflect on their memories at CSM and how it helped them to reach their potential. We hope you enjoy them, and if you do, please let us know on Twitter at C Sports Media. Ten years of College wow. of Sports Media again. Phil Perkins here with Ivanka Osmak, Hannah Nordman, and Tony Ambrosio. You might recognize half the names here, the other half. Uh, you'll learn a little bit more about us in just a couple of minutes. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for having us, Phil. You can tell I'm not in radio because my mic wasn't on. I looked around and you guys all have the red button on and my mic was not even in the right spot. So, yeah, I'm a TV person. TV person. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's run by what everyone does. Okay, Tony, what do you do? I instruct a couple of days here. Uh, I work at uh, TSN in the newsroom doing some stuff there. And I also do some radio at 1050 TSN and do some descriptive video of live sports events. Oh, I dig jack it. Jack of all trades. Yeah, Jeez. jerk of all trades is right. Thank you. <laughs> you got to be you got to be a bit of a jerk. Well, right? Especially today, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the changing industry. Ivanka, though, you're saying you're not a radio person. No, but, but I, I do love radio. Actually, I got my broadcasting start in radio working um, in Aurelia, Ontario, at Jack FM at the time doing the news updates. But no, I, uh, I do the primetime edition of Sportsnet Central. Monday to Friday, and I teach at the college. I'm in my second year teaching TV announcing. And I just want to say that people always say if you can't do teach, I don't think that's the case here. I was just saying that in TV, people, <laughs> the teachers here are doing it still. Walking the walk, talking the talk. Yeah, it's true. I dig it. All right, and Hannah, well, what are you all about? Yeah, two years into the industry now, so the newest one of this group. I'm editing video at Sportsnet and CFL, but I've also been at uh, TSN. I've done work with the Steelheads. I've been at Fantasy Sports Network, so... Two years in, and I've been all over. All right. So that again, kind of like what Tony is saying, jack of all trades, you kind of have to be in yeah. this industry. The more skills you have, the easier it's going to be for you. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. up. Okay. So I'm Phil Perkins. I'm a reporter and the anchor for CHCH News in the Hammer. Uh, still called Toronto Home, though. I make that commute. It's not that bad. Though. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I really like podcasts. Let's just say that. I learn a lot of random stuff. There's not too many, are there? Because <laughs> every time I. I mean, I'm a huge fan of podcasts as well. I'm always looking for new ones. So if you have any, let me know. Um, but I hear people say, oh, everybody and their dog has a podcast. But I love them. So I still think there's there's room, right? I think so. Big time. I think, uh, you know, obviously live sporting events, like you're talking about how you do a lot of those uh, on radio are important. I know if I'm driving home, I obviously can't flip on a TV and watch the Raptor game or the Leaf game. Uh, but you can put on a podcast and a lot of them, most of them aren't dated. You can get cool stories. And you just learn a lot. I, I think they're great, but they have to be well produced. I think that's the biggest thing. 
And that's something you're hearing more and more with podcasts now is how well produced they are. Mm-hmm. It's not just like yeah. a one guy in his bedroom yeah. just kind of <laughs> spewing out sports In his parents' stats. basement. That's yes. like, excuse me, Phil. That's uh, usually what it is. Normally, normally. Especially if they've paid for your tuition here at CSM. You might have to save some money. You might have to live with the parents and all that jazz. Speaking- Wait, you mean this business doesn't pay millions and millions of dollars? No. Not right away. Not it's right away, right? false dream. I know. It's, okay, so Hannah, yeah, so you're the newest grad. What, mm-hmm. what did they tell you about because obviously, we're, let's get right into it about the industry changing. What did they tell you the first day? Uh, day one, they are up front. They say, you're going to have to work. It's not going to be easy. You got to put your time in. And at least they say it straight up, day one. Uh, Jim echoed it. Tony echoed it. Every single time, they're saying, put your work in, keep going, and things will come to you. As long as you don't stop working good things will come. Just don't get discouraged. Now, yeah. uh, Tony and Ivanka, you both are, you, you deal with these students who are, you know, bright eye and bushy tailed on day one. They want to be out there. They want to, who knows, be the next Ivanka or be, you exactly. know, Tim They're and Exactly, they for our jobs. It's not, that's a also kind of a thing, right? Don't you think? But that's how you have to think of it, right? Sure. I mean, I still get students who say to me, I remember you on the score, and I'm thinking, my gosh, that was a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And the impact that that had, and I'm sure students come up to you and say, I love watching Mrs. you on TV. It's like, yeah. oh, it was boy. funny you said that. Mrs. I had a student this year, I was doing a class, and one of the students said, oh yeah, Osmac already told us that. I said, pardon? Osmac? <laughs> wow. Well, that's how we speak now, the new generation, that's how we speak. I said, okay. That's not good enough for my class, but anyway. But what? Sidebar. What do you what do you tell the students though on the first day because this industry is always changing? Well, what do you tell them? Well, I mean, the number one question I want to know backgrounds of why they're here, mm-hmm. where they came from, what's their story, but also what their dreams are, what they want to do, what's their passion, where do they see themselves doing a certain thing? Because I, you know, I teach TV announcing, so it's on air on TV. Uh, do they want to be on air? And um, and some say they do. That's exactly what they want. They know they're they're you know that's their target. And others say we're leaving it open ended. Um, because I think, you know, as we've, we've talked about a few times already in this, in this, uh, conversation that even if you think you want to do one thing like be on air, which most people do, you should also keep, uh, an eye open to everything and keep an open mind because, because there's so much more than on air. So, uh, so I think that's, I always want to know if there's, if there's anything that want to interest them and then keep their minds open. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I always say, look, this isn't an easy industry. You look around, you see 22 people in your class who may want the same job you have then there's another 22 in the other portion of a csm then there are students from ryerson and students from other broadcasting schools oh and there are also people who are out of work or in the industry who are looking to get in so i always harp it's a very competitive business i always harp repetition reps 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 the more practice you get the old alan iverson line right we talk in practice but practice practice really does yeah make a big difference so i harp a lot on that and what amazes me and ivanka really said this well people come in with an idea i want to be on air when they work here for a while or i I call it work but when they come here to the school they realize you know i really enjoyed producing tv i really enjoyed doing radio podcasts i might even want to do social media and be a writer and and sometimes the passion and the desires change and that always interests me but the biggest thing that i find really powerful if i can use that word is when i see people who are in their early to mid 30s who've given up a career whether it was working as a mechanic or whatever they were doing to come to school to to spend the big money because they have a passion they have a desire and i give them so much credit because those students i always found it i found in my few years here they work the hardest 
They put in the most hours. They realize that this is a dream that they want and they go after it. I really have a lot of respect for that. And that's one thing I, I like about this place is that it's so open. You can work overnight. You can work late on weekends. You can do your stuff over anytime. You can practice at the schools doing play-by-play at U of T or George Brown basketball or whatever. And to see students, especially those in the early to mid thirties who have given up what they were doing before, taking a chance, going for it. I really admire that. And that's one thing I, I give CSM a lot of credit that those students are now getting an opportunity. And speaking of, for a lot of people, this is a, a second career. I did a little bit of creeping, as the kids call it, via social media. Ivanka, you were trolling us, I was trolling, not yeah. trolling, trolling. I wasn't those weird egg Twitter avatars. But Ivanka, on your Instagram, it says civil engineering. Was that your yeah. major? So, yes, I went to Queen's story. University. Yeah. Uh, listen, this was not on the radar at all broadcasting when I was in high school, even at Queen's. I was a math and uh, science, science-oriented student in high school, and that's so... So the obvious for me was going into engineering at Queens. I did my four years, graduated, worked in the field for a couple of years, but knew I didn't love it. And I was 24 years old, which isn't very old. Well, now looking back, oh my gosh, I was so young. <laughs> but, um, you know, at the time, all my friends were getting on with their careers and kind of like what Tony talked about, um, I needed to make a switch because I wanted to follow in something I was passionate. I wanted to wake up and love my job and love what I was doing and really care about it. So I started looking around at what would interest me. And then it, it just hit me. I said, you know what? I really want to be on TV. I really want to do this. I had no idea what it involved. I had no connections, no network. And so I did a college program and first week I just knew I was like, this is what I meant to do. And, um, and so I got involved and, and, and it took a while to get a job because, you know, 10, oh gosh, 12 years ago, uh, it was difficult again with not having a network. And I got the gig in radio, as I said, and did that for a few months. And then I, I got into television and what I, what, again, I wanted to be on air, but what I appreciated, I worked in a small market. That was my first job after radio. It, um, it allowed me to see what everyone did, what the producer's role was, what the editor was, what the videographer, cause I was doing all that in a small market you're doing everything yourself because there's just no money to go around and hire extra people. And so I appreciated what everybody's role was and how everyone contributed to a show because it does, it's more than one person. And that's also what you're seeing here is that at the college is that, you know, you're seeing what goes into a show and what goes in radio or television. And so no one is bigger than themselves, you know, and you, uh, you appreciate and are thankful for everyone because it might be my face on TV, but there's a whole mm-hmm. like room full of people that make that show go on air every night. Absolutely. No, it's it's 100 percent true. Like well, I was gonna uh, say, you, you can relate to that. Because absolutely. Of now. Well, yeah, the way we are now. I was telling before in those TV interview sections. Now, when we hire reporters, you have to be able to shoot your own stuff, write your own stuff, edit it, throw to it live. Tony's just pointing at Hannah. Yeah. Just point, Hannah, just Hannah can do all these things. Hannah can do everything. There you go. We'll yeah. give out a. Uh, resume stuff after so Hannah so you're from the peg so you I am. you went uh, all the way to Toronto but it's not that far but uh, you still you made it what? seems far can't really drive in a day so. no was oh. it isn't it two days to 22 drive hours out of I made that drive with my dad wow packed it up actually Ivanka your story really resonates with me because I was three quarters of the way through a biology degree chemistry minor on my way to a genetic counseling career no i don't way. know what that is yeah, no it's is that so you can like pre-make your kids like i want no blue it's eyes more and... like no it's definitely Ancestry. more depressing com? than that oh, okay oh. yeah it's like 
picking out genetic diseases, trying to get around them. Whoa. Um, Life so, hacks. Yeah. I was three quarters of the way through that and just not enjoying it. Uh, studying, honestly, the day I realized studying at a Starbucks with like four fantasy football teams open. And I'm like, if I could be doing something other than this 10 hour day of studying, what would I be doing? I'm like probably watching all of these games, tracking my teams, doing something else, something in sports, Googled sports media. Of course, college of sports media is the first thing that pops up emailed. I actually applied to the school, booked my flights for the interview and went before ever telling my parents that I had already wow. dropped out wow. of university. Whoa. That's gutsy. Was That's heading cool. out for a night out uh, after I'd already signed the like dropout papers. And I was like, by the way, I applied for a new school, got in and I'm going and uh, won't be going to university next semester because I have to save money. We'll talk about it later. Bye. Bye. I'm going to Toronto. Ran How'd your parents take it? Not great. Really? <laughs> this is, this sounds exactly happy. like my story. Yeah. Yeah. It took about a year and a half. So the half year leading up to it. And the entire first year of school for them to buy in. Mm. And the first time they were finally okay with it, I got an internship between my first and second year with TSN. Wow. And that was the first time they were like, okay, this school might be real. It mm. might be legit. Because sports school sounds like this made up thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I watch the games and then we talk about it at school. And they're like, that's not a real school. But when you that's came here for your visit, did you think it was a dream come true? Did you think that the same way I did when I got here? I'm like, this is too good to be true. Yeah. I walked in and I was like, this place is amazing. I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm going for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, agreed. Yeah. I went ahead with my plans immediately and then told my family more of an ask for forgiveness rather than permission. I feel that that still works. Yeah. Oh, Never, definitely. Oh, yeah. I would recommend that route. I'm all about that. Now, Tony, were you a pure sports guy from beginning to end? Or yeah, what did absolutely. You do I, was, I always wanted to do sports when I was like two days old. I used to tell my, my family. Uh, I started in a radio back in the uh, caveman days. Did uh, reporting, anchoring, play-by-play, -play, talk shows, everything with sports and news. I covered a lot of city council, covered a lot of courts covered murder trials, did a bit, bit of everything, and uh, but I was always a big sports fan. That was my big thing. That's what I wanted to do, and uh, somehow segued into the score, and then uh, here we are now. That's awesome. See, I, you're outnumbered. You? I'm, a, I'm a science grad. I did really? all that, so like same deal. <laughs> wow. Math, uh, formulas, all yeah, that jazz. I in so this room. I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm the only one that went to broadcast journalism school, if you will. Yeah. I never went another way. Yeah. And looking back, I wish I did because I was very immature in college. I was right out of high school. Mm. Was I an immature dummy? I'd say if I and went I straight from high school to this, I would have never yeah. gotten no. a job. I was such Big an time. idiot. And it's funny you say that. I'm not sure how Ivanka feels. I find that the students who have some life experience after high school, when they come here, are more ready and take this much more seriously than those who are out of high school. Mm -hmm. As a general rule, a little more invested. Absolutely. Great word, yeah. invested. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I was saying, like, I was just saying how Hannah was saying your story resonates. Same with me. Like, mm -hmm. I kinesiology, health science. I was working in the field, doing all that. I always wanted to get into broadcast. I remember my football coach in university was like, if you can do something for free, what would it be? And I'm like, sports broadcaster. He's like, so why aren't you doing that? I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. Like, don't you have to write columns and all that stuff? I wasn't really big on that. And then uh, I saw a newspaper article from Marty York. It's just like, do you want to be a sportscaster? And I was like, I do want to do that. And then I found out this school existed, checked it out. And same deal. I told my mom, who's super Korean and very much like medicine, lawyer, pharmacist. 
and she sells watches. And so she relates every profession with the kind of watch they buy. So doctors buy Rolexes. And then I think she met one broadcaster who bought like a Tissot. And she's like, no. And so, yeah. And when I told her I want to get into sports broadcasting, she's like, you're going to be poor forever. And I'm like, mom, I, I got this. And then I wow. did it and here's still kind of working at it, but she's now embraced it. Now she's like my pseudo agent. She just oh like, yeah, my my parent, my dad disowned me for a while, but now yeah. they're my presidents <laughs> of the fan club, co-presidents. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what it's and, all about. And, and like Hannah, my dad drove me down to Arizona, which was my first TV job. Um, so he he got on board after he after they, you know, at now as a new parent, you just want the best for your child. Mm -hmm. And I think he thought it was a flighty moment, and it was I wasn't taking it seriously. And you're worried about the security and what's going to come next. And he, because it was such an unknown territory for him, he had been a banker for like mm. 30 plus years at the same bank. So it was so unfamiliar with him. And he was just worried about what I was going to do. And here I had this great engineering job, you know, a profession. So, so that's what it was, but now they're, now they're okay. But good for you guys <laughs> for, for chasing your dreams. I mean, good for you. You know, yeah. I know it sounds kind of corny, but life is short. Mm -hmm. don't live in regret or live, I wonder what if. So good for you guys. Yeah. No, I, I, it, it sounds cheesy, but when I was in that transition stage, like I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I literally read Book of Happiness, that Will Smith movie yes. that was based on. And there's, I didn't read the whole thing because, you know, millennials, we, we can't, we don't have an attention span. Uh, I literally looked. Where's the Twitter version of this? Yeah, what, uh, can I get this 140 characters, please? But yeah, That's I looked through the, yeah. yeah, I looked through the, the table of contents, like passion. And then I just found passion. It was just like, it just said, Find a job that you can't wait for the sun to come up the next day so that you can do it. And I was like, this is something I would do. And I worked overnights for two years. So there was no sun, but mm. at, I, I started from 1.30 in the morning till 9.30 in the morning. And I loved it. I did it for two years and it was great. I, I will say when I told my parents back in the caveman days, I was going to go to broadcast school. My dad kind of shook his head very much like your mother mm. and kind of said, I, you're crazy. There are no jobs. But again... Like Ivanka says, parents want what's best for you. And once I went to school and we, and at Fanshawe back in the day, we would do morning updates at 5 a.m. So I'd have to get up early. And I was still living at home because saving a lot of money mm -hmm. going to school. So I'd wake up in the morning and make all this noise to get ready. And my mom and dad would keep it down quiet. But they, after a while, they, they supported you. And I've been very lucky that I've done a lot of great things. And I, and I thank my that sounds corny, doesn't it? I'm really grateful that I at least took a chance and went after it. And I think, I think the three of you feel the same way. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. And I, I knew, I knew I was serious about it when I was willing to take a job that paid nothing, nothing. Yeah. nothing. And the hours were so terrible. I was living away from my family and friends and I loved it. Like mm -hmm. it was the best thing ever. And that's when I knew I had found my calling and this is what I wanted to do. And you know, as Corny as it sounds, I was passionate about it. It was really fantastic. And then, and then I got my gig at Sportsnet, and it, it all like you know clicked. Boom. Here it right? is. And coming back home was was you know very special for me. But uh, but that's when I knew that I was serious about it. So if you're willing to make sacrifices, and you know, sure, it's painful at times. It, it's hey, it's not easy waking up at two in the morning, or or you know working twelve hour days or four more longer days. Um, but if if you still enjoy it, then that's what matters. Yeah. Hannah, what do you love most about this? Like what you said, you were just sitting at Starbucks studying with a bunch of fantasy football yeah. windows open up. What, what is about this biz that like you're saying, uh, you know, you're at sports and now contracts, yada, yada, I won't get into the details, but what keeps you going? Uh, I think you mentioned it, just getting up and loving what you're doing. I know I'm going to get up and go to a job that I enjoy. 
Uh, I was doing 18 to 20 hour days last mm. winter. I do eight hours at Fantasy Sports Network, hop on a bus, get to Sportsnet, put in an 11 hour shift, sleep four hours, do it again. And I loved it. And I think you find out pretty quickly, I found out first week of school, whether it's right for you or not, because I was excited every morning to get up, knowing that I had a full day of school, go to work, probably go back to school, work on some more stuff on my own. Hmm. You just know. You just know. That's awesome. Now, you're a recent grad, what, 2016? Yep. So what, as we're wrapping up, we got two minutes. I forgot the two minutes from Ray. Uh, what, what's your best memory? Because it's still fresh. Still fresh, late night edit suite time. Nice. Really? Yep, I would finish up work. I started at Sportsnet early in my second year. Uh, so I'd do school, I'd go to Sportsnet, get off at about 2, 3 a.m., and I'd come back here. And I'd start working on stuff. You might get a couple hours on the uh, couches, go for a quick brunch at Fran's when, uh, <laughs> when you can't Shout be on Fran's. The, yeah. Fran's. <laughs> yeah, we're like, where can you get coffee? There, perfect. Uh, I dig it. Yeah, so late nights, always full here. I love it. And Ivanka, memory from teaching here, well, what, what stands out? Uh, it's not a singular moment or memory. Um, I think it's just seeing the transition and seeing the improvement of the students from September to the end of the year. And... You know, you kind of take them on as your children and seeing them just improve and get comfortable in front of the camera. I think that's the best thing. It's it's like, oh, they're all grown up now. And, you, you know, I know they did it on their own, but to think that you had maybe played a small role in, in what they've they've achieved and how far they've come. I think that's that's really a telling for me. And it's a great memory. That's yeah, awesome. I was going to say ditto. That's exactly how I feel when I see how they start in September, whether it's radio or TV. And I see how they move on through the year and then the second year and I see the improvement. I go, good for them. That, that gives me the most satisfaction when I see people like Hannah who started, she was kind of shy when she was here. Very. Very shy. <laughs> and I see her progress into a confident young woman. That just it makes me feel great. I dig it. Yeah. All right. Well, what's my best? What about memory? you? What's your I best? I guess touch show? football. Touch football was the best. You got to come up with something better than uh, that. Oh no, CSM Bowl is a big deal. Yeah, it is. I carried that championship. Oh man, like it was a big deal. Honor. Oh, for sure. Or that. You know what? I talk about competition. I remember just we're all great friends in the first like year and a half, and then jobs start coming up in the mm -hmm. second half of the uh, second half of the year, and we all start applying for these jobs, and we have that friendly competitiveness. Some people will get the gig, some won't. But the fact that we all stayed friends, I, and I like how, I just like those moments where, you know, class may have been delayed a bit and we're just sitting down, talking, catching up on sports. Because rarely do you find yourself uh, in a place where everyone not only likes the, you know, journalism or broadcast, but also is obsessed with sports and just catching up on, this, on, this, on the details from the night before and then going out for beers after, just building those friendships. I think that was the most important. In fact, I think some of us are getting together. I'll just, be there. You'll be there, do it. You'll have fellow sports netters. I'm sure Sean McKenzie, Danielle Michaud will all be there and hanging out. I think Faisal just walked in, say hi. He's suited up and booted. Uh, but yeah, I think just making all these friends and uh, I, think, I think it was just those little moments just sitting down and chatting before class started. I think that I'm gonna remember the most that I'll take with me for the next 10 years when CSM is still here. But uh, that's it for us, Tony Ambrosio, Ivanka Osmak, Hannah Nordman, Phil Perkins. Thanks for tuning in.